Hey guys, welcome to the Higher Standard Podcast, where we dive deep into the Word and consider our habits and commonalities that keep us from holding a higher standard and living a life that reflects the life of Jesus. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is. Thank you for joining us on the Higher Standard Podcast. We are back. We're excited to be here. It's early in the morning. If you if you saw our faces right now, it does not look like we're happy to be here. <laughs> but we are. And honestly, we're ready for just another great episode, another great conversation that I hope you guys um, truly feel like you're a part of. And um, so today, honestly, we're just going to jump right in uh, and we're going to discuss idolatry and expectations. So for some of y'all, you probably hear those two words and you're already thinking like, okay, I, I know where this is going. Uh, maybe there's conviction with that. That's not really the goal necessarily, but I don't know. I don't know what those two words mean to you guys, but hopefully, um, hopefully the goal today really is just for the Lord to use us however he wants to. And we're just going to kind of put these things out there and towards the end. We just want for y'all to be able to get a better sense and a better understanding of where we put ourselves sometimes, the handicap that we can kind of put on ourselves when it comes to idolatry and and expectations and how we view others and view other people. Uh, But I just want to start by asking the two gentlemen right in front of me, Jordan and Sheen, what is idolatry and expectation? What What does that look like to you in 2020? What does idolatry and expectation look like to you? Anyone can answer. I think you got us, J-Man. Oh, you think you think I do? I think mm. you do, bro. Well, I was I was really looking at this one scripture, um, and it's in Proverbs actually, and um, it says, "When you discover something sweet, don't overindulge and eat more than you need for it." Excess in anything can make you sick of even a good thing. Hmm. And so with that scripture, it really made me really think about how sometimes in the in the church, really sometimes we tend to overindulge in a lot of things to where, um, for me personally, I think what my struggle would be in overindulging is trying to really just meet everyone else's expectation Mm -hmm. in the church and so for me I'm a people pleaser and so that's what I like to do I like to please people and so what tends to happen sometimes in my own personal life is people's expectations tend to get in the way of God's expectations which Mm -hmm. is an idol you know anything Mm -hmm. that gets in the way of God is an idol Hmm. and so I always have to watch myself and check myself to make sure I'm not just meeting that person's expectations or their goals or their needs, but I'm meeting what God needs in that moment, what he wants me to do so that I'm not making an idol out of my position or my idol out of um, my occupation right. um, because that's when it becomes dangerous. Now you're just religion. You're no different than the Pharisees Ooh. or the Sadducees who walked <laughs> around during Jesus' times. <laughs> that's deep. That's deep. We're just going to stop right there. <laughs> that ain't a three-minute episode. <laughs> I told you, you got like it. it. <laughs> yeah, so that that for me personally is, is what idolatry looks for me. I like it. <laughs> That's good. I think on the other side of that, it's definitely like um, 
the expectations that we put on those, you know, leading us, mm. those within the church, um, to meet our expectations, to meet our needs, the things that, you know, that we seek and that we try to search for in private, that we should be looking for the father to fulfill, mm. but we're looking for man to fulfill it. And then at that point, it then becomes an idol because we're idolizing the person in the position instead of, idol- uh, whoa, whoa, instead of looking towards God and asking that he would fulfill each and every one of our needs. And so like when it comes to that, I mean, I think of first uh, Timothy um, chapter three, where it talks about the overseers and uh, the deacons. Hmm. And in that it describes like who the, who the deacons are supposed to be and who the overseers are supposed to be. And when it comes to the overseers, like their character, so I pull up the verse real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, it talks about their character and it says that, you know, an overseer is to be above reproach, uh, faithful to his wife, temperate, uh, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, uh, not given to drunkenness, uh, not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. Um, he must manage his own family well and see that his children uh, obey him. And then real quick, I'm just going to go to uh, the deacons and it says same as uh, for the deacons are to be worthy of respect, sincere, not indulging in, in much wine uh, and not pursuing a dishonest game. Now, like I kind of want to focus on the the two differences here. Like when it comes to the overseer, it talks about um, him not get, not given into drunkenness. And then it talks about the, the deacon not indulging in much wine here we see the difference in um expectation and like the roles that the lord has given to them they they have different um they have different roles to play and like who who they're supposed to be and who they're supposed to be in the church so you can't place the same expectation on on everybody because their roles are different as an overseer they're the elders of the church. They're they're people that that you're you you can look to to be an example for you, but they're not the source. They're only trying to get get right just as well as you're trying to get right. But they're that that example for you. And then when it comes to the deacon, I mean, they they're also that example, but they're hold to a different standard that the the overseer cannot cannot go down to. So therefore, like when we look at people within the church or when we look at people just around us in like our parents or our friends and stuff like that, we can't hold them to the same standard that we may put everybody else to. We have to only look to the source who is perfect in all his ways. And we can only look to him as that, as that, um, again, as that source to just be like, okay, this is how I'm supposed to be living my life. And as, I, as long as I go according to his will, then everything else should line up. If I'm going according to somebody else's um, that's a peer that's around me, I'm only going to be living up to what they know in that time and that in that moment and their knowledge or that wisdom is not that great. So why would I go to them? Why would I seek them? And why would I idolize them? Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Now, actually, we're going to, we're going to stop there. Six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think both of those examples are, are honestly great. The how we got here, I mean, honestly, 
it's no, um, it's it's no it's not going to come to any surprise to any of you guys who are listening right now and pro- at this point maybe you guys will all be voting or have voted and we know that this has been maybe one of the most interesting elections um, but we kind of we got on the conversation of idolatry when it came to uh, the. The, the two people who are running for, well, there's more than two people, but the two people that you see on TV all the time and um, how that they are viewed in the public eye and even in the church. And that's kind of how, how we got to this conversation. Because when you look at an election and you, you look at uh, campaigns and, and how they're ran and um, the ads that you see, you know, where, of course, you're going to see attack ads and things that people have done wrong are magnified. They're basically put under a, a microscope, under a, a magnifying glass, and, and you're going to hear about every mistake that they've ever made basically since kindergarten. And it's it's one of the most interesting methods, but, you know, people are so given to these tactics and these ads and one day it's one thing and the next day it's something else and they're going to look at your your family and, and your family's history and, and all of those things and it, it's what's used basically to for a lot of people to say oh, okay yeah I'm going to pick this one or I'm going to pick this one because I don't like this about them or I don't like that and it becomes a big idolism issue mm-hmm. and also in the church, um, we've had pastors who have made mistakes. We've had people who have let us down that claim to be Christians. And so we're, you know, we're, we're talking and we realize that this is a heavier subject, but something that is necessary to bring up here in 2020, because it, it feels as if we've lost our focus. For those of us who claim to be followers of Christ, for those of us who are doing our best to seek the Lord in all things that we do, in the decisions that we make and how we view other people, I know for you know for those of us that are doing that, we want we really want to be able to say that yes, you know, I'm not I'm not worried about idolatry. I'm not I don't give in to it, but even like I think for the three of us sitting here, we know that we have, you know, looked at people a certain way that, you know, if we look, if we look back on our views and how we handled those situations and how we viewed those people that we'd probably say like, Oh man, like that was idolatry. And so it, it yep. becomes, it, it's something that we realize it is more common than we think because it comes up in our conversations. And, and here's the thing. When, when we talk about idolatry, it's not just people who you like or appreciate. Mm-hmm. That person that person or that thing doesn't have to be, you don't have to like or appreciate it for it to be an idol in your eyes. Right. So even when you're talking about someone who you have an issue with and you give them all this power and all this hold over you, uh, it, it becomes idolatry. Like, like gossiping. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. 
a lot of times it's people that we don't even know. We have no idea what they're going through. Uh, we have no idea what their story is. We have no idea what their walk with Christ looks like. Um, but, you know, thankfully, we have, you know, for us believers, we have a Bible. And we have <laughs> examples of people who had the opportunity, I think, to make idols of themselves. Hmm. People who were somewhat idolized in a good way and a bad way. And people who were held under that lens, but chose the Lord. And that's kind of the, I wouldn't say, maybe not the trick. Maybe trick is a bad word to use. (laughs) Not the trick, but maybe that is the habit, the standard that that is not even maybe that's absolutely the 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 standard that has to be set right there is saying okay either i'm a great or a horrible person in these people's in in the eyes of these people but i'm going to choose the lord regardless right. i'm not going to make it about myself uh, i'm not going to say oh man, I, I need to try and fix myself right now so I can be better so these people will like me right. or so that I can obtain, um, so that I can obtain this image in the minds of these people. Right. But it's, no, I'm going to choose the Lord regardless of what the situation looks like. And expectation. These, we have people who were, Expected to do great things consistently, constantly. And the people that we talk about so often, I mean, like, of course, if you if scripture is the, the basis of the sermons and the messages that you're listening to on Sundays or Wednesday nights or whenever it is that you go to church or the podcast that you listen to or this one right here, you're going to hear about people who we view as some of the greatest people that have ever lived, Hmm. which is absolutely true. But let's put these people in 2020 with the same mistakes that they've made and the things that they've done. And then let's look at them and how, you know, how we're going to, how they would be viewed today. Right. Right. So I'd want to, I want to start with, Let's start with Peter. I want to start with Peter, a true follower of Christ. So I want to hear from you guys. What would it look like today if, with the mistakes that Peter made, if he was alive today and people knew him as a follower of Christ, like you're his, oh, you're mm-hmm. a disciple of Jesus. You know, you followed him around. You were literally with him. Mm. You know, people being aware of that. This is someone who walked with Christ. Look at the mis- let's talk about some of the mistakes that he made and how he would be viewed in 2020. So whoever wants to start us off with that one. Man, um Ooh, Peter was a hothead. I I like Peter actually because he he to me is someone that was not only a hothead and he cussed really bad and he tended to throw fits in the Bible. He was a ride or die, um, though. Yeah, he was a ride or yeah, die. I want him on my team. Be like, hey, bro, that, what you doing? Cut that soldier's hey, let me cut ear your, off. Yeah, I'm cut your ear off. First pick. Say something else. Say something else. <laughs> um, 
to me, Peter, if in today's world, if he even was alive and say, you know, he was on Twitter or something, Instagram, Facebook, link, whatever social media site, um, and he got video cutting someone's ear off because he was with the president and they spoke to him disrespectfully or try to take him away or even just say another important political figure out there a king or a queen and he, he said say that one more time just like bopped them punch them in their face um <laughs> and it was on video i think he would be so he'd be so judged to where they people would try to really dis dismantle him um really demote him from the, the position that um God had given him. And so looking at Peter's life, I think it's a great example of not only God's love but and his mercy and grace, but a great example of um, just the fact of that no one's really perfect. I think the Bible's full of, and I won't get into it because we're talking about Peter, but mm-hmm. the Bible's perfect um, about really describing in detail how imperfect people were, but how through his love he perfected them. Mm -hmm. And so through Peter's life, I think for modern day Christianity, he's the greatest one to really, (laughs) to really look at because I think, um, and there's a lot of great examples. Don't get me wrong, but I think Peter just in general, because I think our generation tends to be the Peter. We're, we're the aggressive ones. We're the ones that are it seems like we are the most loyal to our friends we are the most loyal to we know when it's fake when one we and we know when it's genuine and authentic um in any situation and um just looking at people today and our especially gen z the one that we typically study um yeah. you can see how loyal we are how authentic and all of those things mm-hmm. but we we move too quick and we speak too quick sometimes to where it spirals out of control kind of like peter mm-hmm. and so i think it's funny how um, you know, looking at his life, <laughs> Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Like, <laughs> like he went from that to being filled with the Holy Spirit and uh-huh. preaching. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's incredible. So, uh, I think really Peter today would have been dismantled and disowned and really cancel culture would have canceled him out. He would not be a pastor. He probably would have been kicked out of the church. Cancel, cancel culture. <laughs> That's real. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's good. That's real. That's good. I, I'd go, um, dang. That's hard to follow up. Because uh, <laughs> you pretty much said everything. But I, w- I would like to, you know, kind of flip it and, you know, say, you know, whoever's listening, put yourself in, in those same shoes, even if you don't know the story of Peter at all. Um, given off of what Jordan just said about his character, who he was before he, you know, he met Christ. He, he started walking with him. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of us are, were, or either are still in that same place where we're, we're just, we're just hotheads. We're just like, mm-hmm. you know, still in that brokenness, still living in it, not really knowing like how to get outside of it. Um, yeah. Knowing who to seek and like where, where to go to uh, receive healing and restoration for, uh, our actions, our thoughts, you know, uh, our speech even. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, some of us out there are are, are quick to cut somebody's ear off or cut yeah. somebody's tongues, you know, some whatever the case may be. Mm. I'm saying, you know, put yourself in that same position. If you're already there, then, you know, take it take it for what it is. You, you may be feeling for yourself that mm-hmm. you're canceled or people don't really 
uh, care about you or people don't think that you have a purpose or for yourself, you may not even think that you have a purpose or a calling mm. or any of these things for yourself, yet the Lord still used Peter, mm. someone who, um, you know, was, again, loyal, but was willing to do whatever in the moment, just just off of first thought, um, first glance, um, and just not care about the repercussions of his actions. And yet you may still be at that same place, but still know that you have you have purpose even in that because God doesn't use perfect people. He uses us because we're, we we may be imperfect, but we've already been made perfect in his image. So therefore, even though we may have those imperfections and mm-hmm. those things about us that, you know, are not may may not be good in the moment, things of that nature, we're still we still have the Holy Spirit within us, whether we choose to accept it or not is up to us Hmm. but we already have that inside of us because he made us with that Hmm. so so therefore it's it's a matter of just coming to that realization of like okay Hmm. dang 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 all right god this is what you have for me but nah i'm still you know i still want to cling on to my gut of ways like i ain't i ain't about to give up the game you know what i'm saying but (laughs) but it's just like all right yeah you know what's more important to you is it is it is it the lifestyle or is it you know what God has for you mm-hmm. that you cannot see in this moment, mm-hmm. but that you could potentially have if you just walk and you just follow him. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was the choice that Peter made. He was like, all right, mm-hmm. I've, I've already lived it all. Yeah. I've seen it all. Mm-hmm. So what do I have to lose in following you and seeing, you know, your glory and tasting your glory? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so once he did, then it was a completely different story, but yet people still wanted to try to deny him because it was mm-hmm. just like, and try to set these expectations on them because it's like, oh, you're walking with Jesus. So mm-hmm. therefore you, you know, you, you have it all mm-hmm. when, even when you're walking with God, when you're walking with Jesus, you don't have it all. You're still trying to, to get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's a never ending journey. Yeah. Every day you got to wake up with like, okay, not my will, but your will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, may you increase so that I may decrease because my flesh is, it, it can be overpowering to the point to where I allow myself to get ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And then again, mm-hmm. that leads us back to idolatry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like our idolization, like it, it's, it's just a common, it's a common thing that we have to get over. Yeah. Hmm. So what, I, what I'm kind of getting here is that in the year 2020 with the example of Peter, right. For somebody who might be hurt by some of those things, you know, I'm I'm looking at it, you know, with 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 false expectations, thinking, "Hey, man, like I looked up to you. You mm. walked with Jesus. How could you not get it? Mm. How could you not understand it? You know, what's wrong with deny him three times? Are you serious? You know, <laughs> cutting off an ear. What's wrong <laughs> with you? Yeah, yeah. Like Jordan said, you're a hothead. You're not. What, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? Come on. Get back in line. Know your place. Exactly. Know your place. Some people might even be thinking, look at me, man. I'm not even, I wasn't even with him mm. every day physically. <laughs> but look at me. Look at my example. Forgetting maybe the mistakes that they've made personally yeah. and the sacrifice that was made. See, what, what I love about this and, and what we're doing here is that it should and will always come back to salvation. Yeah, Amen. it's always gonna come. It's always gonna come back to Jesus. You know, we're not just 
we're not going to sit up here and, and just say things that sound good. You know, we want this to come from scripture. We want people to understand that we're always going to point it back to the Lord. If for some reason that ever bothers you, email us or something. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if there's an issue with that. I'll turn to a Peter real quick. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe you're listening to the wrong podcast because that's what it should always come yeah. back to. Is It's going yeah. to it's, it's point back to Jesus each time. Yeah. And we don't just want to, we're not going to sit up here and just, you know, spew opinions, but it's, let's remember that the, the gospel, that the Bible, the word that we have is is universal. It's for any time zone. It's for any, any time frame in life. It's for 2020. It was for 1940, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's going to be for 2050. If we hit 2050, (laughs) it doesn't matter. It's still going to, it's going to apply to all situations. Jesus is always going to be the one that saves. That's not going to change. The sacrifice that he made is not going to, that's not going to be different 10 years from now. Mm -hmm. It applies to every single year, every single day, every single second of our lives. So that's why for those that are still trying to understand what we're doing here and and, and what we're saying, we're saying, hey, look at how, and and we'll, we'll, talk about the example of Jesus as well. Um, you're going to hear that a lot as well because that was the, the perfect example of how to walk, talk, and live. And we want to become more like that. So if you're not interested in that, like, maybe this is the time where you just need to cut it off or just, find yeah, something don't, else to just listen block to. Our, can you block podcasts? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't, you can I block don't. it. Block the podcast. I mean, if you yeah. made it this far, you might as well just keep listening. Exactly. You, you may, might as well keep going. I'm pretty sure you know the Lord's, <laughs> Lord's using this for you specifically, so you can, you know, get some revelation out of this. So, amen, amen. I'm just playing. Don't block our podcast. Please keep listening. If keep yeah, listening. if you, if you can though, like find Jordan on Instagram and then block him. Though. Like block him on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just so the next one that I want to uh, use real quick is is Paul. Uh, mm. You can do Saul if you, you know Saul to Paul. <laughs> so yes, sir. Um, just want to hear, put Saul in twenty twenty and tell me what what would that look like, um, to a believer to a believer or non-believer. Uh well, I mean, Saul. If we want to get, you know, put out his government. <laughs> um, he he didn't even. You know, he was out here persecuting Christians. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was out here literally killing Christians just for game. Like, he, mm-hmm. he didn't like, he didn't like the church. He didn't like Christian people. Um, you know, didn't believe in it, thought it was wrong. And then, you know, he met Jesus and then turned from Saul to Paul. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for me, like, you know, if we were to put him in modern day, I think, Honestly, that's a lot of us already right now. Again, going from that other perspective of just like putting it in our mm-hmm. shoes. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a lot of us, you know, some some even believers, but especially like, you know, a, a lot of non-believers don't really see the purpose in uh, Christianity or the church or, mm-hmm. um, or the people because mm-hmm. of different church hurts or yeah. uh again those going back to those expectations that we have of people just in general. Because mm-hmm. it's really funny, you know, Honestly, to to be 
people that are not perfect, we expect perfection out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, expectations. <laughs> there it is. It's, yeah. That's it. <laughs> and it's kind of crazy because, like, how can you expect perfection from someone that looks like you, that breathes like it's you, really that hypocrisy. bleeds like you? Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's hypocrisy. Like, there's no way that you can expect somebody else to be perfect when you're not perfect yourself. Mm-hmm. And even in the word, like, it, it refers to that. It talks about, you know, if... if uh, if you see see your ways that are perfect or um, if you see your ways that are correct, mm-hmm. then you go ahead and like don't put your or basically like live your life mm-hmm. to your own standard and don't compare yourself to anybody else. Yeah. And if that's the case, then like, you know, for yourself, if you think that you're perfect, mm-hmm. why are you comparing comparing yourself to anybody else? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you are that standard. Mm-hmm. It, I think that draws us back to what we're talking about now when it comes to Paul, because it's like. We, we all have the standard of what the church should be like, yet we're not walking this out. And f- mm-hmm. when when Saul came to Paul, I think for himself, he realized that. I'm just like, dang, hmm. you know, I had this expectation of the church and I had all these hurts. I had all these different things that I felt about it. And that's why I was persecuting them. But then hmm. now that I can see clearly, I can see um, past my own ignorance and my own confusion this is what it's actually about, and I have to be a part of that change. And mm-hmm. then, you know, he, he goes on to write pretty much, you know, the New Testament. Yeah, most of it is him. <laughs> and it's his letters of just, like, how how he's really changed, how he's come into, you know, this uh, this new creation in Christ. Mm-hmm. That, that was the whole point, you know. Not the only point, but it was a main por- portion of why his name changed from Saul to Paul. Mm. Um, so if we were to put him in 2020, I think that that serves us all of us to just like how we judge people around us, how we judge the church, how we judge Christians um, based off of our own um, glance in our own perspective of like what's going on and what we've seen, what we felt, what we what we've been hurt by. And if we take that lens off of our own uh, eyes, then maybe we'd mm. be able to see something different. That's good. Uh, that leads us into not persecuting mm-hmm. anymore, persecuting the church, Christians, anybody in general. We won't be persecuting each other, but we'll be able to see the evils for what it really is. Hmm. Hmm. All right, Jordan. No, I can't even speak on it. That was, that was really good. Man. The example that Paul set and we still consider what was being done before. Mm-hmm. Before, you know, his encounter with the Lord, before he was changed, before he was marked, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, man, today I'm looking at that. If I'm, if I'm absent from the Lord, if I'm a non-believer, if I'm a a hypocritical Christian, I'm looking at that and I'm saying, no, absolutely no way. You want to let him into this church? No, no, there's no way. He's going to be the one setting the example? No. Absolutely not. Mm. I'm going to let him around my family? Mm. Or I'm going to let him around other believers? No. 
Well, in First Corinthians, I don't mean to interrupt if you got no, more no. to say. <laughs> uh, literally, Paul says, and now just to give you context to the audience. I, uh, please get your whip your Bibles out during this time. Um, Unless you're driving. This is <laughs> this is Paul's, you know, this is First Corinthians, so he's addressing the Church of Corinth, and he's going into all, all of these issues that are going on, which is the church and what's happening in between, but he greets them, you know, really, uh, really in a beautiful way and powerful and graceful way, but he, which I love, but then also he gets into it and says, but this needs to be done. And so he addresses the church and says, brothers and sisters, and this is First Corinthians uh, chapter 1, verse 26. Uh, the the passion translation brothers and sisters consider who you were who you were when god called you to salvation not many of you were wise scholars by human standards mm-hmm. nor were many of you in positions of power not many of you were considered the elite when god, when you answered god's call but god chose those whom the world considers foolish to shame those who think they are wise, and God chose the puny and powerless to shame the high and mighty. He chose the lowly, the laughable in the world's eyes, the nobodies, so that he would shame the somebodies. For he chose what is regarded as insignificant in order to supersede what is regarded as prominent, hmm. so that there would be no place for prideful boasting in God's presence. For it is not from man that we draw our life, but from God as we are jo- we are being joined to Jesus, the anointed one. And now he is our God-given wisdom, our virtue, our holiness, and our redemption. And this fulfills what is written. If anyone boasts, let him only boast in all that the Lord has done. And I know that's a lot of scripture right there, but that kind of, if you get anything out of Jeez. of what we're talking about today, please take the scripture, if anything. We're just discussing scripture but that alone kind of answers, I think, really puts, you know, over mm-hmm. idolization and even the topic that we're on right now of judging people and where they're at. I think it's cool when I look at my own life of where I've been and what I've struggled with and what I've been through. I mean, we can go on and on and on and on, all three of us in this room um, this morning about how how we feel or what we think or yeah. what we think should be done. Um, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I think it's cool how God chose um, he chose the lowly, the laughable in the world's eyes, the nobodies. And for Paul, that was him. But whenever he was Saul, he, he, he wasn't laughable. He was a somebody. He was a killer. He was a murderer. But God chose someone who was highly esteemed among the corrupt and made him righteous in front of all of the corrupt, making an, having an impression and an impact on those who saw him because they were actually genuine. They were, they were able to see the true living God, and, and the work of Christ done in Paul's life. See, if God would have chosen someone who was already made righteous by himself, they would not have seen necessarily the impact nor the true um, testimony um, of God's greatness in that person's life because they're so yep. self-righteous. And a self-righteous person, it talks about it in Proverbs, is um, basically they live, they live a false life. When you're self-righteous. And a self-righteous person is always someone who thinks they're more wise. It's in Proverbs. You can look it up. They are more wise than seven wise counselors. Mm -hmm. So why would God want to choose someone who's so haughty and prideful when he can use someone who who has passion, but it needs to be in the right place with him in the right heart? Mm -hmm. And so you can even going back to idolatry, you can look at 
Paul's life, he idolized his religion. He idolized all everything that he thought was true to be. But what's crazy about Jesus is that what we think is true to be is not ever what it is. Um, And what I love about Jesus is that he opens our eyes to so much more than 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 we could ever see or imagine and so that's what jesus does he he heals the blind man well the blind blind bartimaeus what's crazy is that yeah in the natural you you can be blind but also in the supernatural and so with with everything that we're talking about today with uh, with idolatry and i like what i like what uh sheena miguel talked about about your your idols don't necessarily even have to be something that you even like I think a lot of times we think our, our idols are something we like. It's yeah. some of the times we idolize the devil. If I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna uh-huh. say it right now. Okay. We give the come we on, give the on. devil yeah, more, more yeah. power than Jesus sometimes because it's like, man, the yeah. the devil's just on my heels. Is he really? <laughs> I mean, the last time I checked, yeah, the devil can interfere. He comes to still kill and destroy. But under the blood of Jesus, if you are a disciple of Jesus, if do you if you have accepted Christ, if you do have Jesus living inside of you and you claim Him as your Lord and Savior, the devil cannot touch you you're under the blood of jesus now can he attack you absolutely but he cannot penetrate your life unless you give him way into that and so at the at the end if what's so clear today as as it didn't even encourage me i think that's why i'm all fired up now because it really opened my eyes he's awake um (laughs) (laughs) Um, all that to say is if god can use uh, the Apostle Paul, if God can use Peter, if God can use David, which I'm sure we could all learn from David, my mm-hmm. goodness, if God can use someone like that, then God can use you. Mm-hmm. But take your idols down. Mm-hmm. Take your idols down. Yeah. I, I, I think yeah. I think that's what it just comes down to. And that idol can be a pastor. That idol can be uh, a musician. That idol can even be money. That idol can be sex. It can be fame. It can be whatever you think it is. Mm-hmm. Whatever you tend to think on the most is what is your that's your idol. Mm-hmm. For me personally, what I so just to give you an example, my idol was my body at one point in my life. I idolized how great I looked. I idolized, um, well, how much can I bench? How much can I squat? How much, oh, what does this look like? What does that look like? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying bodybuilding is wrong. I'm not saying that. Just to clarify for all the bodybuilders I'm <laughs> like, oh my God, you come from my sport. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying for me personally, I begin to idolize myself because I want it to be perfect. Mm-hmm. So the root of sometimes what you idolize is something of an insecurity that's a deeper root inside mm-hmm. of you that you need to discover. Mm-hmm. And the only way that you're going to discover that, yes, I suggest counseling. But number one, I suggest really talking to Jesus because there's a lot of times where I struggle personally, even in my own life, say with pornography. And I'll ask the Lord, why am I struggling? And boom, he'll hit right on the insecurity mm-hmm. or the insignificance that I'm feeling inside. And he'll say, this is where it's at. Let's work on it. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you to really take the idols down. It's up to you today to really, with all these examples, so you can't even have the excuse after listening to this podcast to say, God can't use me. We've had enough examples of and enough um, um, word today through each and mm-hmm. through all three of us in this room of how God can use anyone. Yeah. But it, what it really boils down to is what are you, who are you going to choose to put first, God mm-hmm. or your idols? Who are you yeah. going to discover first, God or or that person, or that thing, or that emotion. Quit living today by your emotions. I promise you, it, 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 your emotions are a roller coaster. And I promise you, the idols that you have in your life, they will take you on a journey that you wish you never would have been on. Yep. And I'm not saying that in a scary way. I don't mean that to strike fear in your heart. 
But there's a reason why Scripture says that, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. There's a reason for that. There's a reason why Jesus is our way, the truth. If, and if he wasn't, all three of us would not be here today. All three of us would not be here today. So I, I ask you today, before you even get up, you know, really search your heart. Ask the Lord, hey, sir, created me a clean heart. That's what David, he prayed that. Yeah. Purify yeah. my heart, Lord. Hmm. So search your heart today. Really look at it. And this is something that you do daily. This is not something that you just do one day, two days, three. No, you do it every single day because the enemy if he can't kill you if he can't touch what the what what through the blood of jesus what god has already ordained and protected you from the enemy stealing from you the thing is he'll try to distract you mm-hmm. and i'm talking to believers now i'm not just talking to people who are unbelievers. i'm talking to believers now who do know the word who do know christ yeah. he'll distract you and what i've noticed today in, in the church it's no difference than what paul was talking about there's a bunch of arguments going in the corinth church there's a bunch of things rising up that he was like oh my gosh why are you focused on how many people I, uh, it's literally in first corinthians right now in front of me the, there's an argument of how many people he was baptizing he said do you think i came to count how many people i baptized no i came to preach the word of god and jesus and the son of god and what he's done in my life and what he's done for you that's good and so we need to make sure that we're not idolizing or taking even necessarily the word of God and trying to make it fit for ourselves. And we're not trying to make things work for ourselves. But at the forefront, Jesus is our focus. It's mm-hmm. so important. And so be careful about, you need to search your heart that you're not even taking word for believers. I'm speaking to all, all men and women of God, that you're not taking the word of God and you're trying to fit it for your own status quo because now you're idolizing, you're now you're you're taking scripture out of context and you're idolizing the Bible in an evil way. And that's terrible because the Bible was never made to be idolized. It was made to be lived. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's so that's, good. that's all I've got to say. Real, real, real quick, because I, I know sorry, I know you got something to go. But sorry, supposed to be thirty minutes long. I, no, this I, is good. I just wanted to add on to to that and just say that um, you know a part of all those things is it comes to being real with yourself and being able to actually you know confess and speak up about these things like okay this is a real issue for me mm-hmm. i am idolizing some things in in my life or these people or um these items whatever it is mm-hmm. um and then another thing is your heart posture i think yeah. those two go hand in hand yeah. but at the end of the day um yeah you know just to give you some insight on how the lord uh judges i mean it's not by our performance it's not by the things that you do which a lot of times the things that we idolize whether it's items or people it, it causes us to to think and believe that we have to work towards something more so than we have to give our heart towards yeah. towards God. Um, and that's the whole part of it, because if he can have your heart, then he can lead you and he can guide you. Um, but if he doesn't have that one one core piece, then it you're just leading yourself. You're just guiding yourself to more uh, deception, to false beliefs, uh, to continue to live in idolization. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's all I just wanted to say real quick, just to add on to that. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Thank that's... you for clarifying that. Because <laughs> I think I went too fast. <laughs> no, you good, bro. Man, I'm you... too fast. That, that was good. Bro. I couldn't stop it, bro. bro. I, I like that passion that you brought. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where it came bro. from because 30 minutes ago I was, in, I was so asleep. <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, dude, all I can say is that I'm I'm thankful to be sitting in a room of people who really take this seriously and take you guys seriously. Anyone who's listening. We may not even know most of you. We know we've had friends and family members that have listened, but 
as this continues to grow, there's going to be people out there that we do not know, but this is for all of you, right? This isn't just for family. This isn't just for friends or else we would have sent like a cute little video, <laughs> uh, a cute little five minute sermon or whatever, and just sent it to family and friends, but no, or, or just put it on social media. Yep. But we understand what the Lord's trying to do with this. Let's really take into, take into consideration um, idolatry and expectation what we expect of the people in front of us and then also the false expectation that we have of uh, of people who uh, are, are maybe just maybe new believers yeah or, or people that are in the public eye maybe they claim to be Christian whatever it doesn't matter really consider what the even if you're allowed to have an expectation you know or let, let's call it what it is sometimes we're just talking about opinions right mm-hmm. And we'll probably we're gonna. That's a whole other. That's a whole other podcast for another day. Um, but just a, a couple mm-hmm. verses that I was, you know, thinking of. And there's one here in, in Luke 23, um, and, and I real. I just want to hit on opportunity because we're you know we're also talking about idolatry, but then the expectation of of just the people around us, um, and then also the assumptions that we can make. The third person, um, real quick, and then we can go on, we can hit on it real quick. And I just want to bring up the fact that, you know, we're talking about mistakes and we're talking about Paul and we're talking about Peter, but here's one other person that had the same opportunity with the mistakes that they made that I truly believe chose a different path. Yeah. I'm talking about Judas. Ooh, okay. Mm. Oh my gosh. So, like, yeah. We like, took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> just, Take his whole right, And I just want <laughs> to say right. that, you know, that this is someone else who had the opportunity, uh, uh, who had a very similar opportunity as those two men, but uh, really squandered it. And, you know, when we're talking about squandering, I'm not talking about the betrayal because there was, because we're talking, we, we hit on Paul and we hit on Peter, right? Right. Two people that really, truly came against, or especially Paul, came against Christ. For Peter, sure. maybe his is a little bit different. But if we just want to look at Paul and you want to look at Judas, you know, Paul truly came against the church. He came against the Lord. Mm. Now, Judas did, Judas betrayed him, right? Mm. But I believe he had the same opportunity that those others had to say, God, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. To, walk into, to walk in repentance and to turn away. Yeah. But chose something completely different. Yeah. So, whatever the case may be, whoever you're looking at, you know, I, I believe we should truly be in prayer for anybody who has made any kind of mistake. Yeah. yeah. You know, you it's not it's not up to you to say this person is abs this person is going to be absent for the rest of their lives uh, of salvation. They don't get that opportunity. That's not your place. That's not your place. That's good. At all that you don't get to do that. And as three believers sitting here, I believe we all understand that, you know, for ourselves, that it is not up to us. But sometimes, again, in those conversations that we have, when when we're putting false expectations and making false assumptions on people, that's something that we can kind of do unintentionally. Maybe we don't necessarily put it out there. We're not going to say it directly, Mm -hmm. but sometimes that's probably how we feel. You know, we, I know that I've been in conversations, you know, when we're talking about other people and thinking like, man, that person's just jacked up, horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, it's a horrible person. And, and in a up, way, bro. yeah, right. In, in a way, we're Messed kind of, up. right. <laughs> we're, we're kind of, in, in a way, Trash, bro. what am I, I'm just what am I saying? What, you know, in a, <laughs> yeah. what am I saying when I'm sitting there talking about that person and, and you know, people do 
actually, you know, commit horrible acts and do horrible things. Yeah. I'm not, and that is not to excuse it in any way. When we look at what Paul did and we look at what Peter did, we're not going to sit here and excuse what they did. Mm-hmm. They did something horrible. They both did something horrible, but they both knew what source to tap into yeah. when it was also when that was over. Yeah. So did David. He knew what source to tap into yeah. after committing those acts. Yeah. yeah. And that's why we're able to talk about those people the way that we do today. And that's why we talk about Judas the way that we do today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of the decisions that they made after it. The heart, bro. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because I it wasn't even necessarily think about this. Systems that are in place, habits, commonalities, things that happen every single day that push people further and further and further away from the Lord. Hmm. You have to consider the influences, the daily influences on other people before you just write them off. Yeah. the influences even on believers before you just write them off and say, I ain't going to his church anymore. I'm not listening to that anymore. Oh, him, he's done. This is, before you say, this is what this person deserves. Mm -hmm. This is the punishment that they deserve. And also don't make an idol out of what happens here on the earth. Don't make an idol out of somebody's position. You know what? If they do something horrible and they get to stay in that position, yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm sorry because truly that could have that could that could hit something on your heart. Mm-hmm. I you know I I don't know everyone's personal story. <clears throat> I don't know what they've been through, and I don't know what it looks like for them to see somebody on a platform after they did something horrible. Maybe they did something to you, right? But let's also not make an idol out of their position Mm-mm. because at the end of the day, if that's someone who's not serving the Lord and they're not doing what they're supposed to do, it's all just an act. Yeah. It is all just an act. And the, you know what? Who sees that? God sees it. He knows. But we have to take that seriously. We have to take that term and that phrase seriously. So looking just back at Judas real quick, you know, again, this was somebody who people probably expected more out of him. Yeah. And he probably knew that, right? Right. He probably felt that weight. And he probably, I mean, think of, think about doing such a horrible thing and how you would feel after that, right? Again, this is not in a way to excuse this by any means. That's not where for I'm sure, getting. For sure, for uh, uh, Kind of walk with me. Let's, let's yeah. see the vision for those of you that are kind of like, okay, where's he going mm-hmm. with this? Let's see the vision real quick. But I'm saying, consider the weight of all of that. All of that, thinking, I just sold this person out for something temporary, for mm. money, mm-hmm. right? Maybe a position that he could have gotten. I don't know. I don't know what he was kind of hoping. But he chose to just end it all. Mm. Instead of thinking, he didn't really, he, he wasn't seeing the opportunity at hand. Yeah. Which would be hard. It would be really hard to. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that was just like, an, you know, it's an easy decision. Like, oh, yeah, of course, like you choose Jesus. You know, things happen. Mm-hmm. People make, you know, decisions that don't make a whole lot of sense. But, hey, let's consider, again, everything that, that that's in place that puts people at somewhat of a handicap mm-hmm. to think, oh, I'm too far gone. Yeah. 
right? There's no way that I could tap into the source anymore. There's, there, there's no way that he's going to accept me after something like this. I would like for everyone to know that that is a man who had the opportunity to choose truth mm -hmm. and to tap in. Jesus died for him just as much as he died for you and me, right? That sacrifice was there for him. It was his, it was his for the taking. So again, before we write people off, before we want to make an, an idol out of positions and say, oh man, you know, what are we really saying when we, when we look at someone and say, hey, you don't deserve to be there? We're saying the position, we're, we're putting the position at a very, very high pedestal. We're putting it on a, on a platform that it does not need to be on, right? We're also saying, God, we, we're saying, God, you don't know what you're doing. Exactly. I know better than you. Exactly. Exactly. That's a dangerous place to be. And I would hate for anybody, anybody who's listening, I'd hate for you to be there. Again, this is this is higher standard. This is what we're about. We're about exposing these things. We're about letting the Lord speak through us and say, hey, this is wrong. Be careful about what you're doing here. Mm. And if you don't believe me about about Judas, look at the two people look at the, the person on the left and the right of Jesus in Luke. Look at the people on the left and the right. Two people that have definitely done some bad things. Um Two criminals, one on the left, one on the right. One's mocking him, and one is saying, do you not fear the Lord? <laughs> and Jesus looks at him and says, you know, you're going to be with me. You know, I'll see, I'll see you <laughs> later. You know, I'm the, <laughs> this, is, this is not it for you. This yeah. is not it for you. Now, the other one was mocking him. Right. A you know, these are two people that are being mocked. You know, three people total yeah. being mocked in front of everybody. And people are probably thinking, hey, this person got what they deserved. But Jesus said, mm -mm, not for this guy, not for the one over here. A miracle still happened while people were being mocked. Hmm. But Jesus said, no, that's not that's not the case here. Yeah. Consider the things that are set in place to put people in hell to put people with Satan and to push them further and further away from the truth. Yeah. And then look at that person. Maybe you guys know somebody that you see every single day that is just an absolute pain. And you just couldn't even see that. Let's be honest. You couldn't even see them entering heaven's gates. Mm -hmm. Reconsider. Reconsider, because do not forget that there was one on the left and there was one on the right. Mm. As if you had that opportunity, as if the, the Lord, remember what's inside of you. Remember what's inside of you. And is this person going to be the one on the right or on the left? They have to make the decision. But... Are we going to be the ones to say, to write write it off and say, mm -mm, no, expectation-wise, assumptions, no. There's just no way. Not for you, no. Let's not, let's not give the enemy that opportunity with this. That's not what we're about. 
at least when when you hop on to higher standard and you tune in, that's not what we're going to give you. We're not going to glorify the enemy. We're not going to do it, and we're not going to idolize him. We understand that there's power there, but we understand that we signed up for something greater and something bigger. Yep. Thank you to everybody who joined us wherever you are, whatever platform that you're listening on. We appreciate each and every single one of you. Uh, we look forward uh, to being with y'all in another two weeks. Um, that's kind of how this is going to go every two weeks. You know, we're just going to hop on and, and we're going to talk about some tough subjects. Um, we're going to talk about what the Lord has put on our hearts. I mean, you guys heard that today. I'm so thankful um, to be with people who don't hold back with what the Lord is saying. And for those of y'all who made it all the way through, again, sometimes we, you know, <laughs> we say 30 minutes and it just kind of, we go to an hour. I don't know where we're at right now at this point, but I think it's about an hour. But thank you to each and every single one of you. We love y'all. Uh, we will be, we will be praying for you guys. Um, and please reach out in any way that you can. We'll have an Instagram up not too long from now. So yeah. that'll be a way to communicate. And we just want to hear uh, how this is blessing you, what the Lord is doing in your life, and how these conversations might be helping you. Uh, because I know even just by sitting here, it's helping me. Um, and just, man, I'm thankful that we have made the decision to tap into something greater and have a relationship with a God who, with the Lord, who is just, <laughs> so it's like he gets better every day, you know, <laughs> it's like he gets better every day. Yeah. I mean, so there's something, it's right, it, new every morning, right? Something to be uh, joyful about every day. Yeah. I mean, even even if, you know, you, you just had a, the worst day of your life or whatever, so to speak, yeah. there's always something you can find to be joyful about. So, mm-hmm. I mean, God is God is always showing up in some way maybe you're not seeing it at the moment but he's definitely showing up Mm. so Mm. wow man thank you guys again jordan give us a closing statement (laughs) (laughs) take down your idols all right come on i'm just playing um but honestly with no see yeah i'm gonna do that but yeah just please uh everyone listening out there just Whoever this is for, um, notes for me today too. Uh, definitely got a lot out of scripture today for myself personally, but really just sit, take some time with the Lord after this podcast and get things situated with Him more than anything. Mm-hmm. Love y'all. Thank you. Good night. Goodbye. Maybe good morning. We'll see ya. Peace. <laughs>